Hi guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. We are back for a very special episode. We got GoPro Kia with us who's going to be guesting and we have Hotshot. The crew is back. The triumphant trio is back. I'm very happy. Very happy to be here. And we are going to be talking about spirits that are away. We're going to be talking about uh, the Alice in Wonderland of anime, Spirited Away. How is everyone doing? I'm good. Doing good. I was not it's ready for that- a triumphant trio. It's weird that you called it that because that's exactly what Kyo called it last night when we rewatched it. I mean, that's what it's known to be. Let's be completely honest. This anime feels like, I mean, it's a it's a girl who goes into an enchanted world. I mean, there's a lot of similar things to it, right? Yeah. You'd be hard pressed to say it's not almost the same movie in some regards. Mm, In some regards, in others, not so much. Let's not trigger all the fans in the first minute. It's my favorite cartoon. <laughs> I'm gonna make so well, many so anime fans mad. Well, then you need one. to you need to reevaluate some things. Yeah, they're all cartoons. <laughs> Get used to life. No, I know. I I prefer cartoons too. You know me. I'm just saying with your favorite cartoon. <laughs> it, all right. It's not so my we're we're gonna be talking about this uh, movie that came out. Uh, I, I'd say well, at least 20 years ago at this point. I think it was like 2001, 2002 when it came out. Yeah, uh, so we're a little late. The first... uh, didn't they celebrate an anniversary like earlier this year? Or was it last year? I think year, so. Or... I think it's been 20 years. I think it's been 20 years, man. Or yeah, since 2021. Crazy. So it must have been uh, this year. I think it was in April. Yeah, something like that. Anyway. I want to I want to start with uh, how you gals how you gals how you people how you people found out about Spirited Away and your first impressions of the movie. Let's not even talk about characters or anything. Just initial first thoughts and how you came across it. You want to go first, Austin? Yeah, I'll go first on this one. Um, I actually found it surprisingly through uh, through my sister. She had uh, huh. she had rented it one night, um, just out of out of the blue from uh, Blockbuster, and me and her saw it together. And I liked it so much that even after she had moved out, I kept going back to Blockbuster and re-renting the movie. I must have re-rented it like six, eight, twelve times. And then that's uh, a very old-fashioned I'm- sentence, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And it, uh, well, nowadays it's a very old sentence and my God. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, so after that, I just kind of, I just kind of stopped watching it and Ghibli movies in, in general after that. Cause a lot of them that I started, right. I started because of her, but Spirit Away mm-hmm. was my very first one. Fair enough. What about you, Kyo? So, uh, I didn't see it until I was well into high school, actually. Um, I huh. didn't even know about it that much. Like, I saw the occasional, uh, like, see the Oscar-winning uh, film from Japan by Hayao Miyazaki. Like, I saw the uh, the ads for it quite a bit uh, on DVD and all that, but I never really I never really gave it much thought until... Uh, so, like, this is years, years and years ago. So, this is, like, during, uh, I want to say, like, 2013, maybe, is when I saw it. Um, so, like, uh, Austin's girlfriend at the time, I uh, had like the full collection of like uh, all the Ghibli movies up to that point. So like I she brought this over story. Yeah. So she brought <laughs> over uh, the so she brought over Spirited Away. I think that's the only one that she brought. But uh, we all just uh, sat down, watched it. Nobody spoke for the entire movie. Like we just watched it intently. And I I've never sat down with a movie like in my in my teens without making fun of it. I didn't have any jokes for this movie. <laughs> I just sat no, there and I enjoyed really. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we made plenty uh, of jokes. Thing, last night <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure you guys had a i i, I was like these guys are going to be making fun of this for sure because yeah, like it's, it never, has, it's like it's never malicious when we make fun of movies like we're usually just doing no. it to like to like fill fill our brains because our brains are always trying to think of something to do like even if we're watching a movie we're we're usually enjoying it especially if we're making fun of it if we hate it we'll make jokes uh, to its detriment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Like, for me, I, uh, the way I found out about it was uh, I was in France at the time, and it was the year it came out. We went to a movie theater and watched it as a class, and uh, I only realized that I had seen this movie as a kid when I rewatched it last summer for my birthday. Oh, so you saw a re-release? Turning base- no, no, because basically I rewatched it on Netflix for my birthday last year. Oh, okay. And then as I was watching it, I was like, this looks a lot like the movie I saw when I was in France when I was like, I want to say like seven or six years old, like really, really young. And then I saw at the end of the movie, obviously, guys, we're going to be spoiling a lot, when uh, Sen and Haku are leaving uh, together and then Haku's like, I can't go any further. Uh, I remember that scene vividly and I'm like, oh, my God. 
I've seen this movie before. And yes, this is this is yeah, this is the movie. And it made me think of like my childhood and uh, my first impressions. Honestly, I think it's one of the best anime movies out there. That's just the the bar is set so high with this one. There's not a there's very little that compares to this movie in in the anime lane. I I was reading a bunch of like facts about this thing and it's like it, it grows so much money and it, it really is in a sense the flagship uh, movie of Ghibli in my opinion I don't really think uh, people can can say otherwise I mean you can maybe argue Totoro because the mascot and everyone's got a personal favorite but you know what I mean like this one's always going to be arguable in terms of being the flagship uh, movie of Studio Ghibli what do you guys think about that I'm actually curious um, uh, I, I have a question for you personally so like having seen it uh, when you're really young, did your opinion change of it when you saw it as an adult? Like, do you, like I, I'm sure you don't remember a whole lot of it as a kid, but like, do you remember what you felt towards that movie? Like, uh, how it made you feel? Like, what you or just like what your thoughts were about it back then? I was very mind blown when I saw it as a kid. Yeah, I was so like, wow, look at all these colors and these and no face and these creatures and the fantasy and and the, why are the parents becoming pigs and like all the information just like I was not processing it at all in my brain and then when I saw it as an adult I was just this is a very cute movie I enjoy this this is fun you know this is there's nothing there's no bad emotions attached to it attached to this like it's just a fun movie to sit down and watch you know that's that's that was the main big difference for me personally okay. I was just curious because like I because for me I like I said I saw it as a teenager so I saw it when I was a little more cynical and like kind of kind of made fun of stuff a little bit more just to I don't know like I, I, we were insecure as kids like but uh just like my thoughts towards it were a little surprising because like after I finished the movie I was like wow that was really good I was so good but I, I want to go back to what I was asking earlier yeah yeah, yeah. go ahead sorry I, I just wanted you I guys that one question no stress do you guys see this as like a flagship movie for the Studio Ghibli brand like is there anything that comes close to it you know what I mean I, I really feel like this is the cream of the crop in terms of the most successful Ghibli movie do you guys agree with that how do you guys measure that honestly I I do see it as a flagship but a big reason for that would be because it was my first one and it is the one that kind of like set the bar for Studio Ghibli after that. Right. But after that, I saw like a whole bunch of trailers for like Kiki's Delivery Service and then House Moving Castle and Castle in the Sky and a whole, right, bunch, right. Of, whole bunch of those ones. But I, th I think I'm going to have to agree just because it was my first one. When th when there's a flagship thing, like the one that really like set sail, I really do want to say that it is Totoro because the, the logo for the company is Totoro. But yeah, because it, because earlier, it was yeah. my first one, it, it definitely lit a fire into me from mine, at least. Right. OK, I see what you mean. I I kind of want to just talk about the, the setting when we start out this movie. I don't want to do like a scene by scene thing here. But uh, personally, when we we start with like the summer day and it uh, it almost starts out exactly like my neighbor Totoro, you know, the family driving somewhere and then they stop uh, and then nightfall occurs and then there's a contract and and just and then sh uh, and then um, oh, what's her name? Uh, it's like Chihiro. 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 Thank you, Kyo. Uh, Chihiro Kyo GoPro Chihiro. No, okay. In all <laughs> seriousness, uh, when she <laughs> when she has to like not forget her name and when she gets thrown into that fantastic world like what were your guys's first thoughts when all of that occurred and all the characters started kind of because the car characters really pile on quickly here she signs a contract she meets this guy she meets this person she meets this crazy old lady like it's just it, no face you know what i mean it like it just goes it really immerses you into the world very quickly. It, it immerses you in because it's like, yeah, um, you guys came to see a Ghibli movie. You guys did not come to see a girl ride, uh, a girl with her parents moving. And uh, that was really about it. You came for the weird. You came for the mystical. You came for the spiritual. Like the, And it throws us into that world like so hard. But at the same time, like the setup for it is just parents eating a whole bunch of food that wasn't like theirs to begin with or anything. So like once they start eating and then Sen runs in Haku and everything and checks in on mom and dad, then it's just straight up mystical, like hard. Every, everything just happens to her. Like, like you said, really, really fast. Yeah. What were some standout moments? of like myst uh, of that mystical like first when you first get immersed into it what was some stuff that just caught your eye the scene that uh okay th this doesn't happen until a little bit later but the scene that always um has stuck with me and i've remembered vividly throughout like since the first time watching it has been uh mm -hmm. sen washing the uh 
the river spirit and then like pulling, oh my the, God, yeah. pulling the bike out and everything and in the uh, giant tub and everything. Basically her first like real test of working in, in the bathhouse. That that scene, I don't know why that scene of all things, but that has stuck with me throughout the entirety that I've known of this movie's existence. And then just the whole like the gunk and the, and the junk and the pollution just being poured out of the uh, poured out of the spirit afterwards and everything. It was just honestly, it was a little brutal to watch because, you know, it's coming out of somebody. But it's just it was I don't know. It just stuck with me. Remind me, that's when the river spirit after all that gunk gets pulled out. That's where he starts tipping her with like all this crazy gold, right? No, that's that's no face who tips her with gold. No face. It's okay, um, so n- the river spirit is the one that like comes in like kind of looking like a blobfish, but he's entirely cake and but doesn't he give her give her something yeah he isn't isn't there like so yeah i don't think he does he just says good job or good work or something like that no 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 no. he gives her the uh uh the little green ball oh right the medicine yeah that's that's what it was uh the medicine i think that that she gives right that she gives talking right yeah. yeah Okay, I'm yeah. like, I know it's not gold. I know that's No Face. I can't, I can't remember what. River it's like the whole, the whole point of No Face is that you're not supposed to take gold from him. The idea is that if you take the gold, it's bad luck, and so uh, it, it feeds off your greed. And that's the whole point of like No Face, like handing out the gold. It's, it's sort of like a, uh, it, it's sort of a test of greed. Like how, how greedy are you, and how, uh, I don't know, like how, how pure is your heart, basically. Which is why Chihiro never takes any of the gold nuggets, like ever. Yeah, she keeps refusing. She's like, no, thank you, no, and she's so nice about it. She's like, no, 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 no. And he's just like, he's putting a bigger pile. It's like, no, no, I'm good. Please, please stop. This is enough. Which is a, which is a hell of a turnaround from like when we started. Cause when we started, she was just like being a brat about moving into a new town and everything. Like she, she just oh had a God, sour yeah. pout like that entire car ride. I mean like the, she really did. The whole point of that is like, cause like you, or like the, the thing that I always thought was like, it's not really, uh, she's not really being a brat until like she talks about her roses or whatever. Cause the moving to oh, a new town, okay. I can, yeah. I, I can, I can kind of understand being upset about that. Cause you're being pulled from your home and being put somewhere else. And as a kid, yeah. that's not, yeah. that's never, uh, n- no kid is ready for that. I didn't move until I was 20. I didn't leave my house until I was 23. And then I moved in with Austin. We live here now. So like for me, I'm an adult. I could handle that. But, but that's a kid that's being like pulled from uh, like one side of the country to the other. Like they're probably a city kid. So like now they're in, uh, in a countryside and they're probably not used to that. Speaking from, I mean, as a kid, yes, when I moved, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a kid, when I moved, it hurt me, but I ne- I don't think I was ever pouty about it. Anyways, I don't want to I don't want to like uh f- fix it on that too much. Right. I right. I kind of want on the on the river spirit back on the river spirit for two seconds here. Um, I love the comparison of uh the gunky, grubby, like sludgy, grossy thing, and then it becomes this like white-tailed, beautiful, beautiful mast. Uh being and it just kind of goes around the bathhouse and I, I just I just found it so amazing the difference and I don't know personally for me like when I saw it get cleaned off I was so satisfied with that <laughs> I was like that was so sad I don't know about you but I was like yes That's one of those that moments that like occur. tells you like yeah you you like cleaning <laughs> Yeah. Funny thing that Austin points out that that was the moment that stood out to him the most, because the whole reason that scene exists is because the director, Miyazaki, um, that actually happened to him. Like, he he obviously didn't clean a river spirit, but he did, uh, like, way back when, when he was a kid, uh, he actually pulled a bike out of a river, and there was a whole bunch of pollution Mm -hmm. in this river in his town home. So, like, him and his friends just came down to the river, and they started pulling stuff out, and then by the time they were done, it was, like, sunset, and, like, the whole river was like crystal clear clean and before it was like murky murky and muddy and so his way of uh making that stick in the story was making it a river spirit and just kind of pulling from that experience of how how uh he and his friends uh went out and did that and kind of showing the uh the reward that nature gives for taking care of it in a way right right okay that's really cool yeah. this is what i like about doing uh ghibli podcast with kyo because he's like gonna guys he's gonna drop a little uh, he's gonna sprinkle like nuggets of information and trivial <laughs> and i know facts too much across i know podcast. too much about movies and sometimes and it's the most useless knowledge until i come on this show and that's why we we find it very <laughs> <useful>. <laughs> that's why i'm even on the show I, anymore <laughs> 
exactly. <laughs> I want to like maybe do a bit of a character breakdown on like standout characters for me, uh, starting with Chihiro. Yeah, um, I loved her. Uh, I think she carried the an- anime really well. Uh, found her to be. I-, I understand like you guys didn't feel like she was being bratty, but at the beginning, I perceived her attitude as bratty. But what I loved about her is her growth. Like I, I really think she's like she becomes this super courageous and hardworking. Uh, when the, the obviously when her parents get turned in, into pigs, it's kind of like everything changes. Her world literally changes, and you see that she she wants to protect them no matter what, and she works hard and she goes to visit the pigs uh, uh, throughout the movie and everything. She collaborates with Haku. We'll get to him. Um, I loved her personally. What, what about you guys? What were your thoughts on uh, on Sen slash Chihiro? I mean, she's Austin? one of my yeah, I'll go. She's Sorry. one of my favorite uh, Ghibli protagonists because like um, like I told Kyo in the beginning, I haven't really seen that big of a turnaround from like being that much of a brat to being just like a selfless and and caring person like look looking back at it you're right she wasn't really that much of a brat until like the bouquet was was ruined and she was grumpy because she was moving and everything in her life basically changing and stuff like that but like even from like when they first appeared in the village um she was the only one who said like no that's not for us stop eating it like she she grows from being scared to being confident like when she was running around when she first appeared in the world and like apologized Haku for breathing on the bridge to the point to where uh, like even with everyone in the bathhouse trying to get her out of this final uh, test that uh, that the witch had uh, contracted essentially she was the only one who's like hey yeah no you're right let's do this <laughs> so it, it it was just kind of uh, I, I loved seeing her like turn around all through that but I feel like a lot of that does have to do with the characters that she was around like Haku and uh, Lynn yeah. and the boiler spider and everything else like she had help through a lot of the times but she had always been like extremely polite when she when she got there thing, that's thing very that I, true I can't I happen to, or, thing that you just pointed out is that or like like, uh, she actually wasn't that bratty in the beginning. It was kind of more so understandable. So, like, n- now that I think of it that way, and you you actually pointed out, like, uh, that she was being smart. She was the smart one uh, when they showed up to the, the spirit world, basically. So I'm realizing, like, there's not as much development as as you would think. It seems like she just kind of goes from being mostly helpless to being more, uh, more assertive and more, uh, like, I guess a little more mature is a good way to put it. I'd like to say helpful. Helpful is a good way yeah, to describe yeah. that because she literally helps out the bathhouse. Like she becomes helpless, but becomes helpful. I see that transition yeah. in her character. So she seems a little more like an actual kid when you think about the mm-hmm. the beginning. Like like you were just saying that she was grumpy, Austin. Like she's being pulled from pulled from home and being put somewhere else. Yeah. And then on top of that, her parents are doing stupid shit. So like she'd probably be the person to survive in a horror Ghibli movie. I mean, yeah. Oh, that'd be a good podcast topic. <laughs> Who would survive? Who would survive? Jason would, the top. Shihiro would win every slasher movie because she'd be the smart the an- one. <laughs> the anime game. She's good at running away. I'm just saying. She's good at running away. If you guys want to talk about that scene real quick. <laughs> she, I just thought she was good at running away. <laughs> running yeah, the, the, only, the, on, the only thing that would stop her from running away is a solid wall. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would stop many people from running away. I'm sorry. That's I, very I, that's astute scene. and intellectual observation hotshot. I, I, that is some wall breaking information right there i mean yeah if i see a hole in your plan i'm gonna exploit it <laughs> you really blo- you really blocked that one bro bro all right moving on <laughs> what oh, guys what one sec you... i just I, I just dropped my wallet one sec I go, i'll go pick it up he's fucking around. i dropped my wallet shut, wallet shut up Jaden. all right shut moving up. the but fuck on breakfast. from that <laughs> What do you okay? Sorry. What do you guys think of some of the some of the side characters? Like I fell in love with uh with Lynn all over again when I rewatched the movie, and I love the the boiler spider. What do you guys think of others? Um, he's cool. I liked him. I feel like he doesn't appear enough. He's just kind of there and he does his thing. And I like this character. Nothing too like crazy about him. Uh, who I want to talk about is Haku. I love Haku. Haku is like the support system. You know, uh, he's the one who's gonna show you around this crazy world, and he has like a lot he brings the history to the show i find you know what i mean and then when you see him as a dragon and those it was it like paper uh, uh birds attacking him i feel like uh and sen helping uh haku out i just like love the cor- the collaboration between those two and uh you know he's always telling sen don't forget 
write your name. Uh, he has all these crazy cool abilities. I don't know. Personally, like Haku was a standout side character for me. He's definitely not a main. I would say he's, he's a main like, character. Main... I see him more as a, of a side because he supports Chihiro throughout it. Yeah, but if you go about it that way, then like the only main character is Sen. Like Haku, Haku is a uh, main character. The story can't happen without him. That is you know what, what that is what a we're... main character really means. Let's see what my anime list says. Okay, my anime list yeah, is not going to yeah, give I, you an that, answer. That's bullshit. Calling calling with with stuff like this. Haku is a main character. Like if it calls Haku I mean, yeah. if it calls Haku a side character and mom and dad main characters, yeah, no, that's bullshit. Haku is a he's main a, character. The, the he's a co-main character. Yeah, co-main character. Guess what's in that main character? He's co-main. He's still main. He's chow main. And co. All right, shut the fuck up. But um. <laughs> The the scene Hacha just is walling up, man. The, the scene the scene that sticks with me like the most with with Haku just because Haku's uh, like expressions and everything that he says is like so deadpan and stoic, especially when he's well talking to anyone in the bathhouse. Like he does show care and compassion when talking to Sen and everything, but talking to everyone else is just deadpan. Like yes, out of my way, so on and so forth. The scene that sticks uh, sticks with me is when. Uh, sends writing him uh, back to the bathhouse in dragon form and remembers his name and tells him the story and everything. And his dragon form just shatters when they're in the middle of the air and they just basically start free falling downwards. I'm like, Sen, you fucking idiot. That is not the time to do this. I mean, that was one of the, uh, uh, definitely a cool moment that he, he had. But uh, I just loved when he it, was like, it was, it was a cool it. it was a cool moment and it was a beautiful moment and I will not take that away from the movie. However, when you are literally thousands of feet in the air and dragon form disappears. That is not a good thing. <laughs> it's a bad time. I agree. <laughs> but also you're being too rational about this. I mean, I know that that's just where my mind immediately went when I'm like, wait, they're falling now. Sen, why? Like, er like, every yeah, I mean, like it, everything else, everything else I can give the benefit of the doubt. It's, it's just that the, the character that I hate the most um, until he transforms is the baby. Oh my God. I hated the baby. The baby was <laughs> the baby so annoying so and annoying. Very annoying. He does his job well. Okay. <laughs> We, I like him when he's a annoying. mouse. <laughs> that, that's what I mean. Yeah, when he when he gets transformed into a mouse, he's actually kind of cute. But when he's the baby, is like, I'll play with me or I'll scream. And he's already like breaking Sen's arm and everything. And like, just he, completely he's squeezing whining. it. And, it, and the fact that he said, I'm going to break your arm actually scared me when I first saw it. I'm like, oh, God, please yeah. no. <laughs> I or, did not want to see. Yeah. I did not want to see any mutilation in my Ghibli movie. <laughs> the the one the one solid thing that I will give it just because this brought me great pleasure um is uh like before we even see the baby when Sen first arrives in the uh, in the witch's office and the baby just gives her a solid kick in the face <laughs> and then her hair is just like filled with wood and everything like that I really liked just because I thought it was funny but that wasn't because it was the baby kicking her it was just because it was a solid punt or kick. <laughs> satisfying situation it, it really was i mean you, you're like fun you're like uh you're like 15 minutes into this movie you already know that you're you're dealing with the bad guy character and the fact that they give you that satisfaction already is a great <laughs> great way to build the character a little bit <laughs> that speaking of well, her being, being the bad guy like in the in the i even brought this up to kyo when we rewatched it um like in the climax when sen sees through her trick and everything she's so polite to her like despite all the shit that she spread her through <laughs> or you mean sen yeah just like th uh thanks for everything granny like ba like uh after calling her uh, sister granny and everything she ca starts calling her granny and like thanks her for everything before running back to her parents and, and it's just like no this bitch was trying to kill you and trying to work you to death day one because you are human do not fair, thank her <laughs> to be fair all of the spirits threatened to eat her at one point so <laughs> i mean true but at the same time like if you thank anyone thank the boiler man thank haku thank lynn like the frog guy really hated her which one lots of frog guys hated her <laughs> Okay, all the all the frogs hated her. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, like especially the. Okay, I kind of like this. I kind of love this little guy, and I kind of hate him. I don't know why. That little frog that uh, Haku first runs into when he's uh, first bringing Sen across the bridge. Oh yeah. Like he get he gets trapped in a stasis bubble. Huh? a human. Like he's he's the one that causes like the whole alarm and everything. And then he's the first one to get eaten by No Face. And <laughs> this frog has been through some shit. He did not have a good day. <laughs> 
No, he did not. He didn't have a, a good couple of days. Like, this poor frog needs a vacation. But at the same time, I hate him, so it's fine. <laughs> Why'd you hate him? What'd he do? I don't know. I, I think it's just the fact that, like, well, I mean, granted, he geared the movie up. as like, yes, hey, everybody, there's a human here. But at the same mm. time, he geared the movie up. If it wasn't for him, like, they wouldn't <laughs> have known Sen was human. Can I bring up one of my favorite characters and yeah, go spirits? For it specifically i want to talk about no face no face is you'd be hard pressed to find somebody who doesn't like no face like design wise or character wise he is literally the face of the anime in my opinion yeah i'd say so that that mask is a very iconic uh a very iconic design he his design and i kind of mentioned this to hot earlier uh i want to talk about the animation and the design a little bit let's talk about the design of no face and then talk about no face himself go for it uh what are your thoughts as the uh, visual, the visual friendly one here, Kyo? Uh, talk to me about No Face's design and your thoughts on it. Honestly, the simplicity of it and the fact that it's it's not, I don't think it's based on like any existing uh, masks. Because uh, as far as I know, it's just a, it's just a design that Miyazaki just drafted up. And mm-hmm. honestly, like the simplicity of the mask and then the fact that he's got just a, uh, a black shadow uh, body behind him makes him a really simple character to animate but also a really unique looking character like the simplicity is half the fun and then the uh like uh i guess the simplicity of the uh uh, uh the mask is also half the fun because like i actually have a uh a piggy bank that you put like little coins in so like you put it on this plate that no face has and it lifts up and like his uh his creepy mouth opens up and he just puts the coins in his mouth <laughs> oh my god the coins in the mouth was so weird to me i <laughs> no, that's a that, the thing that's is a like, that's a piggy bank he was I describing have. a piggy bank that he has no but like, i was wasn't there a moment where he like had a bunch of coins like come out of his mouth and he put it in his hands or something or am i am i remembering it i think wrong? that was the gold that he did didn't he like yeah did he spurt the gold out of his mouth or did it just come out of his hands i think it was his hands now that i think about it i think i think the i think the thing you're thinking of is just like how how gross the inside of his mouth is and like how often he was like stuffing his face and putting people in his he, mouth he's not like a he's not like a malicious a cute character or like one that uh, fosters like warm feelings in my tummy you know what yeah. i mean he's just kind of like he's kind of like a he's kind of like a here? child in a way like just just the way he he carries himself he feels like a like a child like he doesn't know that he's doing anything wrong as far as he knows he's just he's just trying to meet up with sen because uh, she was nice to him basically and like that if that doesn't sound yeah. like something a child would do like if they meet somebody nice at a playground they'll probably follow that 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 other kid that was nice to them and that's just no exactly that, that, that's just kind of it's kind of cute to see like something that it, the thing is like it's weird how balanced his design is like it's not creepy until he's fat and he's stuffing his face and all that like he's not creepy until we start seeing his mouth and his hair and just like seeing him become a a big gluttonous monster but when he's uh just kind of uh normal like when he is when he first shows up uh like despite the uh despite the way that he like uh make makes noises uh he's not that intimidating really like not until he becomes like a a big like hungry monster (laughs) no exactly um did you have any thoughts on No Face Hotshot? I mean, he's always kind of in in he's always kind of creeped me out, but like I mean, I've always loved the the basic design of like a ghostly figure with just that face. But at the same time, mm-hmm. just that face like constantly watching Sen and everything. I'm just like, "Okay, yeah, you're you're a little weird, you're a little creepy." And then like uh like Yo was saying when he uh like when he starts talking and like his mouth starts forming and like we hear him speak and he starts getting like all kinds of deformed. He got even creepier. So at the point to where like uh, after Sen gave him the uh, Sen gave him the medicine ball and he started like yakking up everything and slowly turning back to normal. The entire the entire train ride scene where uh, where he was sitting next to her, I'm like, you better not do anything. You better not do anything. Please don't do anything. That train ride stressed me out. I'm not going to lie. That train ride. I was like, okay, no, okay. This might, it might just end with the train ride. It might just end with the train ride. <laughs> you know, I, that, that's all no, it turned no out to be. Like the whole thing right was there. just uh, like the whole, the, that whole scene is just like letting you catch your breath. Like after all this information and everything that's been happening up to that point, like that's your, that's mm, your, that's your chance to like, uh, catch your breath, uh, kind of process things, digest the movies up to this point, 
and just kind of enjoy some pretty scenery like that. That's basically what that whole scene is amounting to. Yeah, but you're still on edge because like all the rampaging and shit that you just saw no face go through. Like, yeah, he's calmed down. But at the same time, like you feel like he's going to be uh, like a switch is going to get flipped or something on again on him again. Right. But like I said, I, I feel like the at that point, like when he when he gets to that point and when he's just hanging out with uh, Chihiro, he's he's calmed down and. I'm not I'm not I didn't feel anxious at all during that whole scene. I thought that it was nice. Like it, it just felt like two friends just sitting on a train waiting to get uh, get home like after a day or something like that. Like there's just a, a calmness to that whole scene that like you can't recapture, honestly. I, I get what you're saying. That That's just that's where but I'm at. I don't still... know how you guys felt like worried about like no face. I mean, I get up to that point. He's been he's been a troublemaker, but. Uh, yeah. After that, he he's just a good boy. Good boy, no face. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, okay, you know what? It's kind of like the baby. Like, yeah, I hated him at first, but then when he became the the giant fat mouse, I loved him. But then he transformed. But that's back, what those characters you know, are supposed to him. do. That's what those characters are supposed to do. You know, they're supposed to invoke some kind of emotion. I'm not supposed like a f- movie would be boring if I just enjoyed everyone. Oh, everyone's cool now. I want, I want like characters that are gonna bug me, they're gonna tickle me differently, that I'm gonna question their sanity, and you know, No Face kind of falls into this mysterious car- category because I don't feel like he, at least when I was a kid and I watched that, I was like, that there's something off-putting about this, like kind of really off-putting about this, and then and you can't, you know, you can't quite place relationship it with him, and then it's just like the yeah. and the fact like it's it's been. Like the whole movie, it's been back and forth with No Face, and that's kind of kind of the whole point. Because I actually just did a quick uh, Google search while you guys were talking about No Face, and apparently, uh, like I said, it's not based on any actual mask in uh, Japanese folklore or anything. It's just a a sketch that Miyazaki came up with, and he said the whole point of it was so that you didn't know what he was thinking, so you can never quite read him right. So the whole point is that you're a little on edge, but you're also not quite, you don't feel like there's any malicious intent, you know? Yeah, I'm actually reading something on the design of No Face here on the Ghibli wiki. Uh, his physical appearance is taken from Bombix Mori, a silkworm. Uh, character designer Masashi Ando elaborated, No Face is basically expressionless, but I ended up adding just a tiny bit of expression. It might have been better to make his mask more more no-like without any expression at all conveying his expression by lighting. Uh, no Face swallows the bathhouse workers, and I thought it might have been interesting if he acquired their personalities and ability to reason. This way, he might become more human and appealing. But... That's his appeal. Being expressionless, you know, is and, and you know, not he's knowing, just kind of always there. And not knowing what he's thinking is is a, yes. another part of that. Yes. That that's that's a little mentality with mass characters that I really like. Is like uh, there's also, but uh, I guess conversely, I was just I was gonna say Darth Vader kind of has the same thing. But we always we yeah. always had this discussion where. Uh, no matter what he's doing, like the fact that you don't see his face the whole time, you kind of know what his expression is just based on where his head is. So he's like, uh, mm-hmm. and like also the voice is so expressive that you kind of, uh, he, he expresses himself perfectly. And uh, conversely, no face doesn't express himself that much until he gets to, uh, until he gets to swallowing the frog where he has a voice and he, uh, it, it kind of gives him a weird personality where you're like, this doesn't sound right, but it also makes sense that he would uh, steal someone's voice because it, it's a magical world, you know? Like, they got to do weird stuff like that to make uh, keep it interesting. No, definitely. Yeah. That, that's I, about all I, I have wanted... on No Face. Like I, it, pretty much like the the way I would sum it up is I I just love No Face in general. No, I understand that. I wanted to say um I'm forgetting her name, but the 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 older lady who runs the bathhouse. What was her name? Um, I keep forgetting the actual name. That's why I called her the old witch. Uh oh oh the old oh, witch. oh I mean uh, Yubaba. Yubaba. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on Yubaba, and then maybe uh I wanted to get into uh because we have some questions and voicemails. I cannot wait for you guys. Okay. To anyway, okay. What do you guys think about Yubaba? <laughs> I'm They're afraid gonna be of joke voicemails. I already know this going in. It always is a joke no. voicemail. No, no, these are serious, very serious. No, podcasts. no, no, no. It's just gonna be like, uh, like I get back hey, here, ha- get back ha- here, ha- hotshot boss, you're fired or whatever. Hotshot, hotshot, hotshot. Can you talk about Yubaba? No, because I don't like her. <laughs> you don't like her? I mean, I wasn't surprised by that. Well, no, I'm, I'm like, not but like you're honestly like not supposed to like her anyway. She's the villain, so it's just kind of she. 
she steals your name. She puts you to work. She uh, runs the bathhouse and everything else. And she kept to hawk you under servitude for God knows how long and everything else. So, yeah, no, she's a good villain. I just don't like her. I think she's an understandable character because like the I don't know. I don't know what that whole thing was about, like where there was the, the bit where she's like, I can't believe I made that oath to like help anybody who who asks uh, for a job. Uh, Even though, like, up until that entire point, she was refusing Sen a job. So, like, if Sen just left, then she didn't follow through with her oath or anything. So it's just like, why even make that a thing if you're going to fight against it for, like, a solid five minutes? Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't entirely make sense, but... Uh, it, it's uh, it's just kind of supposed to build the world a little bit like you don't need to know exactly what it is or why uh, why that was a thing. You, ju- you just kind of it's just kind of being told to kind of help you understand that like stuff happened before this. So like it uh, kind of gives it more context makes it feel more like a real world like there's been uh, magic deals and like it it, it just kind of sets the background of the world a little bit more is pretty much the whole purpose of it i uh i think yeah you probably just sets the tone of like you're gonna work for me you know uh she's clearly the antagonist uh she's super intimidating when sen sees her she says like okay i'm I'm not gonna f with you basically was the vibe you know like i'll do as you're told, and that's it. Um, you know, and she kind of just sets the the evil pace for the movie. Like, I just that's what I like about the plot, though, about this movie. Like, there's all these super different characters with different perspectives, and some are kind, some are evil. And I know it's a very generic way to say it, but okay. I just like how everything's woven together. You know, and how the plot is served because of that. Go ahead, Hotshot. Sorry. There, uh, there is one cool moment I I remember with uh, Yubaba. It was with her and Haku. Mm-hmm. Um, it was after Haku reveals that her uh, son has been taken, and her powers, like her hair, flies out, and her mouth is filled with fire as she I like that, rushes yeah. forward and basically wraps her hair around Haku with her mouth in a foaming inferno. The only upsetting part about that was that it lasted really short because Haku just deadpan. She's with your sister. And then she he just completely fizzles out. And I'm like, that was cool. Why haven't you been doing that? You've just been a bird this entire time. And you could do that shit. Also, I, lo- I love how what your reaction was when you noticed that, like, uh, whatever she wrapped herself up and and flew away, that like her nose was like a beak or like, yeah. and, th- and then for a moment you were like, "That's stupid." And I'm like, "Not really." <laughs> it, it's it's just stupid because like up until uh, the parts of her cloak became wings, she was kind of forced to like basically just like wrapping herself in a cloak and her nose just made it look really dumb <laughs> because her nose made it look like she was going to topple over like any second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I see what you mean now. Like, now like, that kind of th- this sense. You, you grab this woman's nose, you can slam her everywhere it, it and just like <laughs> spin her like one of those one of those party fan things like a like you grab this woman's nose you can control her hotshot you just made me think of a meme i saw at the beginning of the pandemic when you know when no one was wearing their mask properly and it was just like how everyone wears their mask and it's just like a picture of yubaba with like her nose pointing out and she's like all covering her face i never saw that that's a great that's great she she takes Uh, she takes one breath in the mask goes up one nostril so basically her nostrils would probably suck suck just about everything in she's probably got a dusty nose are you guys good if we start going to some questions because we have quite a few like we have two people ask questions but we have quite a few questions that were asked by the people regardless yeah whatever they got yeah all right so first question is from obviously nick at the mad jed on twitter and he asks this is more a question directed towards me but you guys will answer i'm sure you have all of those thoughts in your head which is brewing um which music track is your favorite Mm. yep i got first oh you got no you gotta have something i I have one i i said these questions early um the first one for me uh, one summer's day i covered it uh it's beautiful it just which, which one is you that can't, actually you can't go wrong it's a uh, like bum, 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 or like i mean like I, what, I can't, uh, I can't. what what point of the movie do they use it it's in? piano what what point of the oh, movie I, do I they can't use tell it what in? part of the movie okay was I, it the, I, I can't tell because I, I was it the beginning like when they're uh driving i don't i, I it might have been i'll send you i'll send it right now in the chat so maybe you guys can like uh okay get a feel for it yeah i'll i'll, I'll listen to but, it but uh it is just it, this beautiful flowing piano piece that's it's not complicated you can like hear the notes 
one at a time, just like this beautiful monophony to it, uh, where it's just like in the high notes and these strings coming in. Everything together just blends in this beautiful way, and you just feel like you're in the world of spiritual way. You know, I think that's from and, the and that's what music is supposed to do. So that that's my favorite track. What about you guys? Again, on I don't really know how to answer it because I got nothing. Like I don't know why, but the music wasn't really grabbing me as much like the visuals and the story and the characters and everything. So it kind of it kind of has a back place in my mind, unfortunately. That's very unfortunate. <laughs> I'm crying right now. Well, that sucks. <laughs> That's a shame. And we made the giant cry. <laughs> oh, wah. Don't don't become a baby we are now. Great friends. Wah, 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 wah. I'll break your arm. I'll break your arm if you don't listen to this song track. <laughs> oh Lord, uh, Kel, but Kiel, any do, thoughts? Do I, I do actually. Yeah, uh, my okay. my favorite track is probably the the whole uh, the train sequence. Like just the just start to finish when they get on the train, and then uh, just the ju- just the otherworldly uh, calming feeling that it gives you. Like it, it just reminds me of like uh, like other anime where like there are characters uh, kind of just ri- kind of just riding and they for some reason like a train always seems like a really comfortable very relaxed way to travel and i haven't i haven't done it that many times i did it once or twice as a kid uh to go to uh seattle but uh other than that i haven't uh had any chances to really ride a train but uh all the times i have ridden a train uh it's always been relaxing uh you don't worry so much about like any kind of accidents because trains have the least number of accidents like period for example but uh planes safest way to travel bullshit how how often do do you hear about a train like coming off the tracks like you just don't you know but uh and and anyway. when when you were riding those trains keel was no face there or, or not because uh, america's a weird place i uh my therapist tells me that he wasn't real <laughs> but so the omen approaching on twitter asks <laughs> the mad king omen asks uh he has three questions we'll start with the first one what's your favorite monster or creature in this movie except no face you All guys right. cannot pick no yeah face. That's, that's a fair uh, i think that's river a fair spirit, question river spirit for me for sure Right, the uh, one that uh, sand washes, like after you guys washed off. Yes, absolutely. Oh, so the river spirit. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah that, then that's that's not a bad choice. Uh, I always thought the mask I... was a little gross. Honestly, like it, it reminded me of like people who have, who are really old and just they they should have died yesterday. <laughs> it, 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 that's a really yes, mean thing to say. But that's that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> if yes, I don't know what to yesterday say. was sixty years ago. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what, so, what was so? What is your what one is yours then? What's Dale? mine? Uh, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, the uh, uh, the spider guy kind of reminds me of Eggman every time I look at him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he, he, he's agreed. always looked like the the mustache just reminds me of Eggman. The circle glasses, the baldness, like just the head reminds me of Eggman. But that's about it. Um, I feel like mine's a really basic and stupid one, but uh, the soot. Uh, the little soap balls that carry the coal into the uh, the boiler. I always thought they were the soap balls. I, I became essentially spiders. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. <laughs> I, I always thought they were cute. Like I, I think I actually still have the uh, the keychain that I bought uh, for it. Like I had it on my car keys for a while, but I think the eyeball fell off. I think either the eye fell off or like they got extremely faded to the point that where like it just looks like like a fluffy black ball. Yeah, but like. I mean, it's a football. It's gonna, it's gonna get a uh, kind of gross looking anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Mine that's, actually, uh, that's, hot that, shot? I think that's my favorite one. I think I, I like the really simple, uh, simple ones, and I like the kind of little backstory that the boiler guy gave. Is like he just put, right. he just put a spell on right. on the soot, and it was like, uh, yeah, not n- now you guys work for me, so go go carry the coal. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Mine actually is the spider guy. Like, but just because we've yeah. uh, just because we've already talked about him a bit, one that I just want to bring up is the uh, three heads in Yababa's office. <laughs> the bouncing heads. Oh man! They, 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 I like, always thought they were a little. I always thought they were a little creepy. <laughs> they're, they're terrifying, especially <laughs> the fact that like they don't like open their mouths or anything. They just like roll and look at you and hold that one stern face. Especially when they're transformed into the replacement for the baby, and then Yubaba breaks like part of the spell, and you just see the baby with the one of the heads for a face. <laughs> it's terrifying. It, it's also a little disturbing to think that like uh, as it or like as it was eating as the baby, and then like the second that it turns back, uh, its mouth is sealed shut, like while it's shoving chips <laughs> in its face, and then it's like, how yeah. does this thing eat? 
Like, how does this thing live if it if it, if it can eat? <laughs> it, it it works like a like a bottom feeder. It just like rolls along the ground and whatever hey, oh. dust and crumbs and everything is there. It just absorbs. Austin, don't make it a scientific thing. Ew. <laughs> next question, yes, please. <laughs> All right, fair, fair enough. Okay, so next question, still by a uh, omen uh, approaching is. He's a, he's a very curious. Would gentleman. you visit that town for a few nights? I would. Why not? It looks it looks fun. You know, there's a way out. I mean, I guess. But like if you if nightfall comes and you don't eat something there, then then you're fucked. <laughs> well, then just, just don't have a full stomach. Well, then just find Lynn and you're fine. <laughs> I, I don't think Lynn, Lynn would like sand. me. Lynn would not like me. No, she wouldn't. I, I'd be a smart ass <laughs> about the like whole me either. I'd be a smart ass about the whole thing, making jokes about like how the rules work. Just like they're like, well, dude, that's the way life is in the spirit world. So get get used to it or get out. And it's like, I, I'd like to get out, please. <laughs> Kyo's just like, sometimes that's just how the pig crumbles. Anyway, my answer, I pr- I probably would. But like, as long as I was smart, like Sen and like able to like keep my name and everything else and like know that I have a way out and everything. Because if I say a night there and I don't have any kind of plan. I'm fucked. <laughs> Austin forgets stuff like in like in the middle of the night and can't remember it the next morning. I don't think he'd remember his name if he, if he stayed there. Well, well, that, oh my god! Well, that's the thing. So like screwed. as long as I as long as I like had a card, like Sen had her uh, her goodbye card or like something like that, or my name written like on my clothes or anything. Like I'm good. <laughs> I'm set. <laughs> you have a tattoo on your chest that says "Don't <laughs> don't trust the witch." <laughs> But when I look at it in the mirror, it's all backwards. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. He's got actually right the tattoo backwards. He's got Austin tattooed on his knuckles. No, he's got his Twitter. No, he's got his Twitter handle on there. I just have hot on one and shot on the other. Hot and several underscores. Yeah. And the last question from Omen is in your opinion, is it over or underrated? I think uh, neither. I just think it's just known I, to be yeah. it's critically acclaimed. I, th- yeah. I think it's critically yeah, acclaimed. I, agree, I think I people agree. know. I think people know the value of the movie. They know it's a good movie. I will say, All right. like I, I totally agree that um that every like it's valid where it is. Like it's worth all the high praise and everything. However, I do have to be that guy. I like I really loved this movie as a kid. Like it was probably my favorite movie. After watching it last night, I probably wouldn't get it like 12 or 14 times again. I probably would just like watch it once and like, okay, I'll go back to it in like a month or so or something like that. Like, I don't I don't love it as much as I did as much as I did back then. But that was also like my first exposure to Ghibli, my first exposure to anime in general, really like 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 movie anime. I mean, and it was just kind of like that first kind of jolt that got me but like after i've seen so much of what i have seen now i'm just kind of like okay go back on the shelf i'll come back to you later (laughs) all right let's uh, get to these voicemails five four three two one Yo, yo, uh-huh, uh-huh, mic check, one, two, one, two, I right. Yeah, ACR, this is not a song that you're recording for Lunatic Rappers. We already dropped an album called Rise from the Fire, available on all streaming services right now. This is a recording for a question you're going to ask for the podcast where we're doing Spirited Away. Please ask your question. Oh, my bad, man. Yo, all right, all right. My question for you is, why is No Face of Dark Spit? What, what crime did he commit? That's the question. What crime did he commit? Peace out. What did he do? What crimes did he commit? Cannibalism. I'm referring to my. <laughs> I'd believe it. I'm referring to my Studio Ghibli experts here. GoPro Kill, the trivia machine. I, I don't know. They didn't get. They, they, nobody told me No Face's backstory. I didn't go to Miyazaki's office and be like, "Hey, where where'd he come from?" It was like, "All right, uh, I don't know." <laughs> he went to a restaurant. I, yeah. He ate some food. He paid in gold. The restaurant liked it so much that they kept making food, and so did other restaurants to try and get his business in gold until he ate them. I'm li- I'm li- reading here. Uh, cannibalism he just yeah. said cannibalism i don't know and then what is the other one uh, I'm, I'm i found this weird wiki page Theft Murder? and stalking Th- okay. cannibalism <laughs> theft and stalking okay that's what he did i mean yeah not a I good mean, guy i mean he stalked uh stalked your hero for the most of the movie so yeah, yeah and the first and the first thing i said was cannibalism so yeah no we got it all right Next voicemail. Right. Uh, there you go. There one. you go. ACR. The, he ate people. That was his crime. Also, ACR made, brought up a really good point about the new album. You guys should go stream that. Anyway, yeah, shut up. <laughs> it's his channel. Voicemail zero zero five. Whenever you, whenever you guys are ready. All right. 
Are you guys downloading all games? Yeah, I, I'm sad. I, did, I, yeah. I, put it in, I put it in a queue now. I'm sad. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, guys. Why is the Radish Spirit just a big advertisement for Pizza Hut? Fucking <laughs> 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 what? An advertisement? All right. Well, No, I know. I know, heard man. it. I w I'm with you guys. I heard it. But at the same time, why? <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you just eat yeah, pizza. Yeah, why? Right? I mean, that, that you'll look like the radish spirit if you keep eating it. I mean, he brought that up to me when I saw him, and I was like, that, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I know what else to say. I don't think it is, though. If anything, he <laughs> just looks like, a, like mozzarella cheese. <laughs> Which they sell at Pizza Hut. <laughs> Not on its own. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll say it again. I really don't see where this one went because I'm just like it, he he's not. He's just big and fat. It it came it came from Ben. He looks. It came from Ben. That's all you really he, need to know. <laughs> fair enough. I mean, he looks like uh, he looks like a radish. Like if you pull it up, it's just big and round. That's what he is. I don't know why his face looks like that, and I'm sorry, buddy. But <laughs> the rest of him looks like but he his, just plucked uh, a radish out of the ground. His big old mustache thing is supposed to be radish roots, and then like the little bit, little bits on the end are also the radish roots. <laughs> there you go. So therefore, Pizza rad Hut radish roots, big fat bodied mozzarella Pizza Hut radish. I want to believe somebody just like did a drawing challenge at Studio Ghibli and they just like saw a really like humanly shaped radish and they're like, this is a character now. <laughs> also, just so everyone knows, this episode is not sponsored by Pizza I, Hut. I wouldn't right. let it be sponsored by Pizza Hut. I can't stand Pizza Hut. <laughs> uh, Let's go to okay, the moving on, I guess. <laughs> last voicemail. Before we play this last, la last voicemail, I, Hotshot, this one's going to be like very important that you like you really need to use your creative brain on this one for the answer. I'm going to need, like, all fuses lit up right right about now, okay? This is where I, this is where you peak on the creativity side, okay? I so, feel like, I'm just, uh, I feel very, like this question is just going to make me leave. All right. So, it's five, we hear the door, we know four, what. three, two, one. Uh, Hotshot, I, I, I got a question for you. If, if, if Spirited Away was on hyperdimensional cable... Uh, what would it be like? Uh, I'd like to know because I'm uh, Rick C137 Hotshot. You get, you, you get, you get, you get, you get, you answer my question right now. Uh, yeah. I can't believe you got Justin Roiland to ask us a question in character too. <laughs> I think the question's really good. I'm not gonna lie. It's an interesting. I don't know. Thought. I don't like that guy. I'm not gonna answer his question. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of a dick. If, if uh. Hyperdimensional cable and spirit away kind of I, I feel like that that that's interesting. Like what's what the weird like what's the I, weird I, thing that the show would do with it? Like how would they change it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We would make Sen into a giant mouse. No face would be an ogre. Lynn would also be a mouse, and the spider would be a normal human being. <laughs> I'm wondering. This is why the... we ask you questions. <laughs> I'm wondering what the spider guy would look like, like sitting on his block up there. Like, is he sitting he on would his just, knees? He would just. And, have... and how is he getting? He would have how a. Is he grabbing the stuff from the. Uh, uh, I'm from about to answer or... that. How's he grabbing stuff from he would all have... those areas back there? He would have a cowboy hat, a cow leather vest, and a lasso, and just keep lassoing open the drawers. He is incredibly <laughs> skilled with this laser lasso, because it's in Rick and Morty, because fuck you. So it just loads up, curves, and just scoops out everything as he's just basically using two arms as noodles and just flinging lassos around everywhere. All right, then. <laughs> And he's just pushing the steam wheel with uh, with his foot, which is, of course, in a cowboy boot. And I'm just wondering, like, that's incredibly legitimate to me. I think that's very well thought out. Yeah, I, I spent like we... months <laughs> thinking of this and thinking of this answer for that one very specific question. I, I don't know about you, but from for some our reason, biggest fan. but for some reason, I can hear it like being said on Family Guy. And now back to Spirited Away, but with mice. Yeah, I think we're I feel like something here. Hasha. I feel like the baby would also be like a giant puppy. Now you're just putting animals but in like, spirit away. <laughs> well, but like an ugly puppy, like a like a drooling, slobbering pit bull that actually would bite off your arm. Am I thinking pit bull or am I thinking bulldog? I might be thinking bulldog. I, I can understand an English bulldog, like the uh, or like the uh, or not an English one. I guess an American bulldog, the the small I, ones I think, that I were think, like the mascot for high school. 
Yeah, okay. I think that's the that's one I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Bulldog, not Pitbull. Okay, that that's kind of understandable. I get that. <laughs> All right, let's uh, wrap things up. Thank you to everyone who submitted voicemails. Definitely not me. Uh, let's uh, give your let's get you guys to give your final thoughts on Spirited Away before we wrap things up. Uh, whoever wants to go first, the floor is all yours yeah first off thank especially not you for doing voicemail thank everybody else but not you i thank kyo i think acr i think ben i don't thank you anyway kyo um, didn't do a voicemail yeah yeah uh believe what you want uh (laughs) i know what i heard (laughs) spirit away um like I said, when I was a kid, I was all over this movie. I I loved it. It was probably my favorite movie for a very long time. I've rented it like I keep bringing up the number like 14, 16 times. It it really still does hold that special place in my heart, especially for being my first Ghibli movie. And I still love Sen. I still love Lin. I still love the Boiler Spider. I still love Haku. I still love the adventure in the Mystics and everything else and the and the overall adventure i've just since um since i've been exposed to like other ghibli movies and other anime like a shit ton of other anime and everything else just in my life i just haven't had that like click with it i had as a kid i still love it it's just not that strong of a uh, not that strong of a love as it was when i was a kid when i was a kid i would have rated it like 15 out of 10 now that i'm older i'm probably at least going to give it like an 8.5 Oh, well, dropped it down. <laughs> Interesting. It, Interesting. I, I think it, it's just uh, it wasn't as good as I remember. Like there were just some parts that weren't like just uh, dragged a little like some parts dragged a little bit on and then some parts like you blink and you miss it kind of thing. Um, it, it, It's just kind of uh, kind of that for me, I guess. Uh, my my uh, to me, my, my feeling on no, that. Is plus that, plus as a the... kid. Plus, as a kid, I didn't understand how rating systems work. So, <laughs> well, for me, uh, I my thought was just like uh, I think I think the pacing is perfect. Like I feel like uh, if you're just watching the movie and not doing anything else, and you just pay attention, I feel like you'll I feel like you'll get plenty out of it. And plus, like you'll I, I feel like there's some small details here here and there that uh, j- just kind of add to it. You know, like I I think the uh, I think overall. Uh, just the way that it's presented and the fact that you can follow it uh, so well. Like even as a kid, I feel like uh, I feel like kids fo- uh, follow it pretty well too. Like uh, like on top of that, I think uh, the way the emotions come across, I think the emotions re- would reach kids pretty easily too. For me, this movie's perfect, like nearly perfect. I love, love, love this movie. I it's on like. It's on it's on some terror and resonance level for me in the sense that you watch this thing. It's over two hours long and it doesn't feel like it goes by for two hours. You know what I mean? It, to me, like this movie zaps by because of how much crazy and cool stuff keeps happening. It's in depth in every level. It's so well produced. Uh, I, I, I give it a, literally a 9.5 out of 10. I love it. Like I, I, I'm all over the map for this movie. I love the music for it. I'm, I'm probably going to cover more songs from just Studio Ghibli in general fantastic movie i i want to keep this brief and short so that's my thoughts on it yeah uh i'm just gonna say like uh one once in a while i found like a small thing that didn't make sense but the more you think or like sometimes when it comes to a fairy tale movie the more you think about it the more it ruins it so honestly like just uh just uh turn your brain off a little but don't turn it off all the way because i feel Mm -hmm. like the uh the real uh the real strength of the the movie is just in how uh how, how it comes across comes across to people emotionally like i feel like uh you understand the characters almost instantly like once you like once they start talking you understand what their character is you understand like uh what their wants and their needs are and you just you just kind of get it like when it starts you know the way uh right right, right. but overall i feel like it's it's a perfect emotional movie and uh, like I feel like this is probably the top benchmark for a Ghibli movie, but we we never really compare it to Spirit or any of the other movies to Spirit Away. We just think like Spirit Away is the top top movie, but you never think like oh this isn't as good as Spirit Away. But 
you know, like the, every movie's kind of but on each one of those movies <laughs> is kind of on their own set, uh, on their own uh, level, I feel like. But yeah, I, I if I were to rate it, I'd, I would just give it a 10. Like everybody has to see it, especially if you're an anime fan. It's one of the yeah. it's one of those staple films that you have to see if you're getting into anime. All right, let's wrap things up now. Uh, you can follow the podcast at Anime Podcasters on Facebook. We are available in all of the podcast players, basically. Uh, leave us a review on ratethispodcast.com slash anime podcaster. And you can also leave us a voicemail on speakpipe.com slash anime podcasters. There's a survey you can take in the description. And there's also a new link that I'm starting from this episode. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, you can send us a proposal a topic tell us about yourself and if we're interested we will contact you for myself i am at giant music on social media uh you can subscribe to the youtube channel for video versions of anime podcasters and some anime covers and remixes and original music that'll be dropping this fall very excited for all the projects coming up on the channel and uh we have a very exciting uh topic coming on uh, we're gonna have some great guests uh we're coming back with guests in october november december i'm telling you guys right now we're gonna finish this year strong so that's everything for me and also if you guys want early access to the podcast if you pay if you pledge literally a single dollar to patreon.com slash music you will get the pot you will get the podcast episodes as soon as they're done edited and i always post them a few days before uh the episode release just for a dollar a month it's not bad all right Hotshot, where can people find you? You guys can find me right here on Giant Music Channel on Anime Podcasters. I am a regular because I'm a co-host. Why the fuck did I say that? You guys can also co-main host. I'm co-main host. You guys can also find me over on my channel, Hotshot Ginger, where I do the other podcast, Ponsu Cast, with uh, GoPro Kyo over here, where we dive into things that Jaden doesn't want to sully his hands with. <laughs> you guys can also find me over on uh, Twitch at Hotshot Ginger. I hop on there, I stream my games, uh, talk to you guys. I'm still very new there, so be very nice to me. I'm still finding my footing. And uh, you guys can also find me on Twitter at Hot at at Hotshot Ginger, where I will do nothing but ghost you. All right, and GoPro Kyo, where can people? You find guys can you? find me on Twitter at GoPro Kyo, uh, spelled at uh, spelled how you think it is, uh, with uh, cap capitals to start each part of the word. And uh, if you guys want to follow me uh, right now, my Twitter is probably the best way to keep up with what I'm doing. Um, I've got a few uh, abridged projects that are coming out um, uh, since since I just got out of the hospital uh, a week ago from uh, having covid. Um, I, I, I spent a week in, or I spent a week in the hospital being sick and uh, now I'm finally back and I'm catching up on some stuff. Uh, so uh, the video projects are coming out soon. Uh, I know I keep saying soon, but uh, production stuff uh, eats up, eats up a lot of my time and. Uh, work eats up a lot of my time, but I don't, I'm not a, not at work right now, so uh, you guys should expect some stuff uh, before the year's out. You can find me on YouTube. Perfect. So, <laughs> yes, all everyone's links will be in the That's description. It. It's good to be back. It's good to be here. And so for myself, Gopal Kyo, and Hotshot, this has been another episode of... Our show. <laughs> Anime podcasters. You've done that joke before, Hotshot. Oldie with a goodie. I don't know. Yeah, I don't has. listen to the podcast. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Anime podcasters. Bye. Anime podcasters. Bye. Anime podcasters. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that too. <laughs>